Hi friends, and welcome to the She Lives Purposefully podcast, a place for you to be encouraged and equipped in your walk with Christ. I'm your host, Megan. Hello friend and welcome or welcome back to the She Lives Purposefully podcast. My name is Megan and I am the founder of She Lives Purposefully and the host of this podcast and I am so excited that you are here for this episode. I'm so thankful that you are listening to this study on Esther. We are diving in today into Esther chapter 6. A big theme of today that we're going to be talking about is, is it coincidence or is it God? So I'm really excited for this chapter. If you have been following along or you follow on Instagram, you know that, or if you're actually also a subscriber to the email list, you will know that I am a big fan of the of the book of Esther. One of my favorite stories in scripture. I just love so many things about it that I dive into in this study. Um, and so I'm excited to continue to study it with you. Um, and so you know too, if you want to have something tangible in your hands as you're studying this with us all together, there is a free downloadable Esther study. I will link it in the show notes so you can download that for free. It goes through different days so you can do it at another time on your own or with us in this study. Um, And we're pulling a lot from that study so you'll be able to have that in your hands. It's a downloadable PDF, but a lot of people have been printing it out, sending me DMs of them writing in it, which is just so um, incredible and I'm excited about that. So just so you know, that is there for you. Um, But let's get started. Before we continue, I do just want to encourage you, if you are encouraged by this study, by this podcast, to share it with a friend today. Build them up in their walk with Christ. Encourage and equip them. um, and, And just send this episode to them. Also, if you are not already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss any encouragement. We have podcasts now on Monday and Thursdays. This is something we started a couple weeks ago. Mondays are our Bible studies and Thursdays are kind of our topical guest days. Um, and I'm, I'm stoked about it. And I know that you are too. So be sure to subscribe. And of course, if you feel so inclined to leave a review, I would be so appreciative. It's so helpful for me to know what you're thinking about the podcast and also for others who are stumbling on the podcast and want to know should I check this out should I not to see the reviews that you leave whether it's just you know the amount of stars that you give it hopefully five um, or something that you actually write in the review I love reading the reviews. I read all of them um, and it's just it's just really sweet to see what you guys think about the podcast. Okay, so whether you are cooking, maybe you're cleaning, um, whatever it is, maybe you're driving home from work. I know that I'm a big podcast listener when I like cook, clean, and drive. Or maybe you are sitting with your Bible, sitting down with this study that you printed out, ready to dive into scripture together. Um, Be ready to be encouraged and equipped today. So like I said, we are studying Esther chapter six. I almost said Ruth. We were studying Ruth before. I think I did this last time too, but we're studying Esther chapter six. And if you haven't been studying along with us, definitely go back to the last couple of episodes. Binge those. The podcast um, studies are short and they're sweet. So be sure to go back and binge all of those episodes um, so that you don't miss any of the goodness in this book that we are talking about. Um, But pretty much in this episode, 
Um, In summary, the king, years after Mordecai saves his life, honors Mordecai and uses Haman to do it. So we are going to read Esther chapter 6 together. I'm going to be reading from the English Standard Version, the ESV version, um, and, and I hope you'll either listen or follow along in your own Bible, whatever translation that you have. Okay, so Esther chapter 6. On the night the king, on that night, the king could not sleep, and he gave orders to bring the book of memorable deeds, the chronicles, and they were read before the king. And it was found written how Mordecai had told about Bigthana and Teresh, two of the king's eunuchs who guarded the threshold, and who had sought to lay hands on King Ahasuerus. And the king said, What honor or distinction has been bestowed on Mordecai for this? The king's young men who attended him said, Nothing has been done for him. And the king said, Who is in the court? Now Haman had just entered the outer court of the king's palace to speak to the king about having Mordecai hanged on the gallows that he had prepared for him. And the king's young men told him, Haman is there, standing in the court. And the king said, Let him come in. So Haman came in, and the king said to him, What should be done to the man whom the king delights to honor? And Haman said to himself, Who would the king delight to honor more than me? And Haman said to the king, For the man whom the king delights to honor, let royal robes be brought, which the king has worn, and the horse that the king has ridden, and on whose head a royal crown is set. And let the robes and the horse be handed over to one of the king's most noble officials. Let them dress the man whom the king delights to honor, and let them lead him on the horse through the square of the city, proclaiming before him, Thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delights to honor. Then the king said to Haman, Hurry! Take the robes and the horse, as you have said, and do so to Mordecai the Jew, who sits at the king's gate. Leave out nothing that you have mentioned. So Haman took the robes and the horse, and he dressed Mordecai, and led him through the square of the city, proclaiming before him, Thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delights to honor. Then Mordecai returned to the king's gate, but Haman hurried to his house, mourning and with his head covered. And Haman told his wife Zeresh and all his friends everything that had happened to him. Then his wise men and his wife Zeresh said to him, If Mordecai, before whom you have begun to fall, is of the Jewish people, you will not overcome him, but will surely fall before him. While they were yet talking with him, the king's eunuchs arrived and hurried to bring Haman to the feast that Esther had prepared. So again, in this chapter, we are seeing, and historically in this timeline, it is years after Mordecai saves the king king's life, as we read um, previously, and now the king is honoring Mordecai and using Haman to do it. And if you've been following along with us, you know that Haman and Mordecai are basically enemies, um, big time. And we just read it in this chapter, you know, Haman wants to kill Mordecai, and, and we just saw that he actually had to honor him for the king. So a couple things that I want to point out in this chapter. Number one, God uses the natural. In verses one through three, the king's sleepless night causes him to remember or be told um, that Mordecai saved his life. God uses the natural to bring forth his will. And here he uses it to honor his people. 
I wonder what it might look like if the next sleepless night we decided to pray for people or pray for God to use that time. The Lord uses the natural things in our lives. Another thing that really stuck out to me in this chapter is that we have a perfect contrast of two enemies, their character and their situations. Mordecai versus Haman. Mordecai does good without need for recognition, and he is raised up eventually. Haman manipulates the king, expects recognition, and gets humiliated by having to honor his enemy. God raises up the humble, and he brings the low, brings low the proud. In Mordecai, we see that the Lord prepares his heroes and the world wonders where they came from. I don't remember where that quote is from, but that is a quote from somewhere. I'm sure you could Google it on your own. The Lord prepares his heroes and the world wonders where they came from. This is evident with Mordecai. Mordecai does good in hard time. He does good without recognition for years. There's even situations where he stands by his convictions and he gets punished for it. Obedience to God's will, loving others and standing firm in conviction in small and in hard things builds character. Recognition for Mordecai came years after he saved the king. This deed went unrecognized and he was even hated by the king's right-hand man, Haman. But as his recognition comes in this chapter, we're we're reminded that God sees everything we do, even when others won't for a while or even if they never do. We're reminded that God sees us. Now, Haman, on the other hand, verse 6 is a perfect example of Proverbs 16, 18. Pride comes before the fall. Haman thought, as we so often do, that he deserved recognition in this situation. What does pride look like? Looks like seeking our own justice, taking offense, seeing ourselves as higher than others, believing that we deserve the honor. This is such a comparison to what Jesus teaches, seeking no honor and sitting at the end of the table. We find that in Luke 14.10. The very enemy of Haman was honored with Haman's own recommendations of how to do so on the very night that Haman was going to request this man's death. The very thing that would have brought Haman an evil victory actually started his downfall. There's a lot we can learn from the contrast of their two characters. At the core is a theme of pride versus humility, which we have seen all throughout the book of Esther. We also see entitlement versus service to God, and we see an enemy of God versus a friend of God. Let's choose to always be the latter. Let's have humility. Let's serve the Lord, and let's be a friend of the Lord. Now, a big thing that I want to talk about is God is a God of perfect timing, or what seems like coincidence and irony. God is a God of perfect timing, even when it's seemingly inconvenient. This was a time when the Jews were in distress and destruction is upon them. A time when Mordecai's fate is seemingly arriving. Haman is going to the king right now to seek to kill Mordecai. It is a time of overwhelming sadness. But God is working in the natural. 
and in the behind the scenes. He is raising up his people and bringing low his enemies. He is bringing about justice and revenge for his own in a way that could have only come through this season of apparent peril. In our lowest moments, in the moments when it seems that God has forsaken us or like there's no way out, let's think of this story and know that he is working. His timing and his ways are perfect. His plans are greater. He is faithful. Even during what looks like total ruin, God is in control. He is not just generally in control, or he's not even stressing to fix the past or the present. He is even in all of the messy from the beginning. He is using the evil of Haman to bring vengeance of his own and to bring justice. But these little peaks of evil had to have happened first. There had to have been fear for their Jews, for them to be redeemed. And we'll see in the future as we continue reading how much the Lord actually redeems and restores them and brings them justice. And we see it now. Haman is going and he is feeling good, you know, and it seems like he is up there with the king. And you can just imagine the people of the Lord like, how can this be possible? He's so evil and he is, you know, like getting all of this glory and this honor. And all of a sudden things start to turn and it's now more. Mordecai who gets this honor at the hand of Haman. God is present for his people, friends. So how is this for impeccable timing of the Lord? The king couldn't sleep. He reads about Mordecai and honors Mordecai through Haman, who hates Mordecai the same night that Haman wants to kill Mordecai and a night before Esther tells the king about Haman's evil plan. The Lord fights for us. He works behind the scenes. Obey him always, even if it seems like a choice with no fruit or even a choice with punishment. His timing is always perfect. His way is always perfect. A couple other things that I notice in this chapter is when you honor someone, honor them well, just like the king honors Mordecai. Honor those who deserve honor. Let's not neglect to do that. Another thing, I just thought it was interesting how just before Haman goes to the dinner that ends his plans, his wife speaks almost prophetically to him that if Mordecai is a Jew, he will fall before, that Haman will fall before Mordecai. All right, friends, I am so um, thankful to you for listening to this study. I hope it was an encouragement to you. Again, if you have not listened to past studies, I encourage you to binge those, listen to those studies, pull out your Bible um, or just whatever you're doing whenever you listen to podcasts to do those studies. And I am so excited for the future studies coming up for as we finish up in Esther but also for what we will be studying next. I already know and have already written out. I have everything prepped for our next study and I can't wait to reveal it. I'm not going to reveal it just yet. Um, So you'll have to keep listening to find out what the next study is going to be, but I'm super stoked for it. It is one of my favorite um, portions of scripture. I feel like I'm saying that about everything, but um, I really love it and I'm super stoked and I think it's just going to bring us such peace. So I'm really excited for that. But I hope that you were encouraged and equipped by this episode. If you were, again, I would love if you left a review or if you just email me, DM me, let me know how this was an encouragement to you. Um, I would love to hear from you. And also any um, 
any Bible study idea recommendations that you're like, I would love to hear about this book of the Bible, this chapter of the Bible, or even this topic for our Thursday podcast, I would love to hear from you. And don't forget, if you were encouraged by this episode, to share it with just one friend today or all of your friends, but share it with one person today. Build them up and encourage them in Christ. Of course, if you haven't, be sure to subscribe too. Friend, live for Jesus well, live purposefully, and have a fantastic rest of your day.